This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Tuesday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein Talkable Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And, of course, you can check me out on Drive later today at 4pm alongside old sneaker freak bloke. Now, we begin, of course, with fallout from Manchester United manager Eric Ten Hag and some of his comments about Jadon Sancho following the defeat to Arsenal. Sancho has since responded on social media. Former Lioness Leanne Sanderson told TalkSport Breakfast Sancho won't play for the club again. Performance on the training, we didn't select him. You have to reach a level every day on Manchester United and we can make choices in the front line. And so for this game, he wasn't selected. The whole Sancho stuff, it just it just makes me sad, to be honest, because since he's come to the club, he's never really got going. No. Then obviously he went over, well, didn't he go training over in the Netherlands for a couple of months because he needed a mental break. They gave him that. We spent nearly 80 million on him. And, I, and you know what? I think the players have a right to defend themselves Eric Ten Hag's gone public, so why does Jadon Sancho have to stay quiet? And I think sometimes the clubs always are allowed to say whatever they want, but the players are never allowed to defend themselves. And if I was Jadon Sancho, I would do the exact same thing. But I don't really see him playing for Man United again. And here's Andy Townsend, former England defender Stuart Pearce and ex-Palace Mona owner, no, 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 Mona, Simon Jordan, with their thoughts on Sancho and Ten Hag's fallout. Eric Ten Hag says Sancho's performances in training haven't warranted selection, while Sancho insists he's being scapegoated. If someone asks you an answer in a press conference why the player isn't playing, you can just simply give an answer that's nondescript and move on. You don't have to be specific and explicit like he's been. He's chosen to be so. So if that's the case, are you happy with him suggesting to the rest of the world that the player's training isn't up to the standard that he should be? Simon, the other side of that is potential bending the truth or lying as a manager. And, and I know sometimes you've got to be protective to yourself, to That's your football trade, club and to the player. 
No, I don't think so. Not well, for everyone, it is. Come it isn't. on, it is. I mean, you, ultimately, you know, you manipulate the truth to be able to manage the circumstances because you have to spend your entire life prostituting yourself well, to manage the players. Put it this way: he could have turned around and said he's got a slight niggle. You're lying. Yeah. Well, he's volunteering information. It, 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 ultimately, you're lying if someone says, "Well, I've heard he hasn't got a niggle." Yeah. So what do you say to that? Listen, and then you're lying all the time. You cannot. And you've got an ulterior motive on occasion as a manager. Sometimes you protect the players, sometimes you turn around and say, he's not been up to standard in training, and those words hopefully arrive at Sancho. what is the Sancho. purpose of that? Because ultimately, that's, that's a very easy conversation to say to the player. Which they've had. In your relationship with the player, ultimately your player's going to respond to you and you alone, if that's, going to be, yep. if that's a mechanism you need to deploy as a manager. right? So you have this conversation, and then you decide which, by the way, I'm in favour of, you decide that you're going to put it into the media. Mm. You're going to bring the world's attention onto it. So now you've orchestrated a situation with players in this modern era where they're islands in their own right economically. So yep. they won't put up with this. Yep. I think that's wrong as well. I think they've got to learn to take their own medicine at times. And you've now created a situation where the media now have got a manager turning around and saying that the player isn't training properly. The player rebuts that, accuses the manager of making him a scapegoat, and you have a situation that has, seems to have a zero-sum game in it for anybody. Mm. Well, the bottom line is he's not getting much out of Sancho and hasn't done for the last year. So what's he got to lose? I find if Ten Hag is going public with Jaden's not training particularly well or not or not do it, I'm, I'd I'd be annoyed if I was Jaden Sancho and he hadn't said that to me first. Mm-hmm. I'd be annoyed if he hadn't come up to me and said, "Listen, I need more out of you Monday to Friday. Never mind Saturday and Sunday. I need more out of you during the week." Now, if he hasn't said that, and all of a sudden he's just turned around and trotted that one out to the press saying that uh, that Sancho's not doing enough uh, in training. That would annoy you. Do you jump on social media straight away? I don't think that's a good, that's a good thing to no. do. On now to talk to you, Piers Morgan and Arsenal. Oh, that's a bit strong, isn't it? I wouldn't call him that. I mean, I know he's got his haters. Oh, Arsenal. Sorry, Arsenal fan. Yeah, my mistake. Discussing Man United. Away end is virtually empty. That goal from Gabriel Jesus has knocked the stuffing out of the Manchester United fans. Honestly, I think they're crap. And I'm sorry to have to use that kind of word at this time of the morning for the more sensitive listeners. Andy's a bit stunned at that. Is that the technical word for it, Well, it is, because I just think, I honestly think it's one of the poorest United teams that has ever come to Arsenal. And um, and I think back to the glory years of Ferguson. It's just just none of the slot would get into any of Ferguson's teams. Mm. Um, And I I just thought, I mean, it got to the stage where when Harry Maguire came on, Arsenal fans cheered. I mean, just imagine that. This is an England Mm. defender. Now is Danny Kelly. Des Kelly, no relation, and former England midfielder Danny Murphy. A show you have to be called Kelly or Danny to be on the show. Or Murphy. I'll just play the tape. But in particular, today will belong to Evan Ferguson. He will never forget it either. The 18-year-old Irish international is uh, the toast of Brighton after his first... Premier League hat-trick. Before we get on to um, looking back at the other great prodigy striker as a teenager, Michael Owen, what is it that Evan's bringing to it? I mean, confidence for a start. The second they didn't close him down on the edge of the box, he just knew he was going to slap it in. I see so much brilliance in him, but I'm a little bit loath to go on about it too much because he's just building him up and building him up. But I do see what everyone else is. I mean, it's it's a phenomenal achievement to do what he's done so quickly and look so comfortable doing it. Doesn't look like there's any nerves. Occasionally, someone comes along and you kind of know. And when Michael did, Michael was probably a little bit different in that Michael was a superstar about 13, 14. 
that right? Yeah, everyone knew he was... I mean, he, he was that good. He was smashing records, England's schoolboys. He was, he was playing against lads who were his own age and making them look like primary school kids. He was destined for great things. And Michael just never failed to disappoint. He just kept hitting those targets and jumping over the hurdles. And when Michael came on the scene, he had this incredible pace. But what he had was a calmness in front of goal that nobody expected him to have. When, when you see players really quick, you find it's a rarity to see them so calm when they then get towards the goal. And he had that. And he had a big game mentality and a, and a desire to just keep doing more. And for five, six seasons at Liverpool, he was just relentless. Those first three or four, I mean, breaking onto the England scene, so young World Cup, he had that opportunity with England. Ferguson probably won't have that with Ireland. But he's not far. I mean, he's what? If they're lucky, Brighton, probably this season and next, and then he's gone. Because he's an absolute powerhouse and he's a goal, he's going to be a goal machine in a, good, in a better team. And here's Andy Jacobs. Going on a rant about Chelsea. No, that can't be right. He loves Chelsea. He never does he? Oh, okay. The Andy Jacobs League table. Uh, so, who are going to win? Surprise us. We're going to win the Premier League. I think City could edge it. You think City yeah. could edge it? Followed by Arsenal. They're second. Yeah. Liverpool third. Mm-hmm. Spurs fourth. Manchester United fifth. Brighton sixth. Newcastle seventh. Villa eighth. Uh, West Ham ninth. Brentford tenth. Fulham eleventh. Palace twelfth. <laughs> Andy. That's a team you've not mentioned yet. Well, they haven't got to them yet. Oh, OK. Really? <laughs> you, you, did you watch Saturday? Yeah. Right. Well, it, it is a knee-jerk league table. Yeah. Uh, Forest 13th, another team 14th, Bournemouth 15th, <laughs> Wolves 16th, Everton 17th, Sheffield United 18th, Burnley 19th, Luton 20th. You're going 14th, though, for Chelsea. Well, it's it's provisional. <laughs> if if Brochure comes back and scores a few goals and provides a bit of a focal point, they'll finish higher. But right. without that, no, they won't. In Manchester, Chris Eubank Jr. gave revenge over Liam Smudger-Smith in their rematch, stopping him round 10. In attendance was welterweight boxer Connor Ben, who put Eubank Jr. on his hit list. Blimey, it's a bit dangerous. Oh, 100%. I don't believe I need a warm-up fight. Um, you know, given everything that's going on um, and has gone on, I'd like to do it here for the supporters. Everyone who's continued to support me through this period. You know, a December massive showdown would, um, you know, be a treat for the fans. It is all over and Eubank has his revenge. He produces maybe for him the perfect performance and probably one of the performances of his career. Eubank done what he should have done first time round. But Smith looked injured from the get-go. You know, he didn't look at the races. And if it took Eubank 10 rounds to get the job done, you know, that ain't really that impressive, um, considering Smith only threw 33 punches in the whole fight, or landed anyway. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. And we finish with some classic clips on Hawksby and Jacobs. Blimey, you sure got that right? You going back to the 80s? Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. Alan Brazil here looking ahead to an upcoming guest. I'm a John by Jenny, uh, Jenny McCritic. Uh, Akabubi. Akabubi. <laughs> AKA, I think. Uh, I don't think Akabubi. She would have particularly liked that. No. What's next? And staying with that, I'm looking ahead to the guests. We'll also talk to Oliver, Oliver Nack, sports editor of the German newspaper BZON. Uh, no, sorry, she's BZ. We're talking about on. <laughs> Jens Lehmann's picture at Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> They're one of my favourite stations, BZON. It's very good, BZON. Um, what's next? It's back to Beaky on breakfast now with an extremely convoluted time check. It's uh, very close to uh, coming up to 16 minutes before <laughs> 16 minutes before 8 o'clock. Trying to do some subtractions there. 7.43 it is, and it's now 7.44. Uh, but uh, that's 16 minutes before 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> 7.44 would have done. I think we know. That takes some doing. I've, I've given up <laughs> trying to work out what the time was. <laughs> Uh, this is Beaky and Alan on Breakfast talking about the Anfield rap. And if you listen closely, Beaky does seem to get stuck in rap mode. Well, Steve McMahon sure can rap. It's about time he had an England cap. So come on, Bobby Robson, he's the man. Because if anyone can, Macca can. Macca can. Oh, Modder. <laughs> it got better after that. Honestly, it got better after that. Yeah, he was kind of <laughs> rapping himself, wasn't he? Kind of rapping himself. Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. I'm back on Andy Goldstein's Drive Time Show today at 4pm. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts out first in the morning. Do what you have to do to get it, including beating the living f- out of someone. Is that too strong? Yeah. Okay, don't do any of that, but just make sure you download it. Until then, thanks for listening, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.